to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show where we talk about the church, music, movies, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff, and this is Big Dre. What's up, brother? Okay, wait a minute. Gotta get this. Bam. There we go. What what up, neighbors? And what up? Wait, wait. What up, Cliff? And what up, neighbors? I got got confused there. I was so (laughs) Yes, yes, air horns, air horns. Oh, man. It is It is hilarious. I, I would love uh, I would love to have everybody here on today. It's good to see y'all. So if we can like and share, I'm doing I'm doing the cliff thing. If you can like and share, okay. we we appreciate it. Brother, we have 461 followers on Facebook. What I need okay. y'all to do is I need y'all to get our numbers up. We're trying to get to 500. Amen. Come on. Don't. <laughs> Come on, we need to extend the ministry. We're not even asking for an offering. We just need you to click that follow button. Hallelujah. You're, you're liking your share is your offering. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're liking and your share is your offering. Shout out to the neighbors on Facebook. Shout out to the neighbors on YouTube. DJ Gray hat. Who else we got to give a shout out to? Miss Renee Tucker. Shout out to Miss Renee. Her son, Big Ryan, just graduated from high school. Oh, Shout out cool. to Congratulations. him. Yeah, man. People out here getting grown. That's the wild thing, dog. Here, here's the wildest thing. One of my dearest friends who I just grew up with, who I grew up with all of our life, like we literally live side by side. Mm-hmm. Their daughter is starting at Penn State. And it blew my entire mind. I was like, now the people I grew up with, their kids is here. And I was like, and this is what we do. And you're old. Basically. Dog, <laughs> like it, it starts to hit you. I know it ran away. When it's somebody else's kid is different, but when his kids you knew, it's like, oh, I knew you when you were in the belly. Like <laughs> it's yeah. like it's 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 getting wild. Who let my mom in here? Uh oh, it's gonna be one. It's, even, it's even worse when you when kids you knew in like grade school have already graduated. Oh yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah. It's like I'm just old. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just old, but brother, we young, you know, the one thing I discover as I get older is that the things, the people I thought were old, weren't really old. You understand what I'm saying? Like, cause you still, you still can feel young, even though it seems to young people like you old, you understand what I'm saying? Very true. Yeah, and, and so it's, it's putting, as I continue to age, it puts all this thing into perspective. And it really hits me the most when you hear people of a certain age pass away. And it's like, when you were older, you would think they was, younger, you would think they was old. But now when you get a little bit older, you're like, whew, that cat was still young. You know what I mean? And it hits me a little bit differently. That got that got a little bit deeper than I really wanted to get. But that's where my mind is at today. Amen? Amen. Well, you know, like the old saints, Tend to say you keep living right so you can live to see an old age. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's up to all the neighbors out there? Thank y'all for joining us. Now, if you haven't already, we mentioned it before, but if you haven't already, hit the like and hit share, please. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we can have other people join us on today's adventure. And we appreciate y'all who are joining us already. Once again, if you haven't decided to follow Mm -hmm. us, please do, especially on Facebook. Trying to get them numbers up to 500, amen. 461 followers. Lord, I'm running, trying to make 500 people because 461, what it won't do. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. All right, so let's get into it. The first thing I would like to talk about is last week, um, while we were on hiatus, while we were off, um, Pat Robertson, founder of Christian Broadcasting Network, passed away. And so I thought we would just take some time uh, because let's be real, uh, brother Pat's brother Pat's like, oh, what's going on with my thing here? Brother Pat's life was, was problematic at times. I'm about uh, to say, how where are we gonna go with this? We're gonna talk about the good, the bad, and everything in between. So, oh, okay. but, but, but no, we got to do it right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell lies or anything. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna tell the whole story. Uh, okay. But we're gonna definitely start with the good because this brother did a lot of good. So, uh, for those who don't know, Pat Robinson founded the Christian Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got it, I got it, the, the numbers right here. He founded it like a long time ago, too. He founded it in um, 1959. The brother went to Virginia with $70 and just turned that $70. And um, so in 1961 is when they actually had their first broadcast. Went to was Virginia. That radio? Uh, Did they w- have TV? No, they had TV. In 66. They have TV back then. <laughs> You just got we just got finished the whole thing about being old that you talking about. Yes, they had TV, they had indoor plumbing, they had all of that. Okay, good for them. All right. So uh he founded he founded it's 1961 is when they first had their first broadcast. You know, TBN CBN is like one of the largest uh Christian um broadcasting companies in the world. Um and not only you know 700 Club, which was their popular show. He's responsible for that. Also, he founded a university in 1977 um, uh, called Regent University. It first started at CBN University, but Regent mm-hmm. University, I have taken a class at Regent University. I can tell you it's it's quality education. It's not. Oh, like, really? Oh, okay. Regent is. And I've, I've taken courses at major institutions that we both mm-hmm. are with, and I've taken a class at Regent, and it is, it is completely on par. Wow. Completely on par. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, so yeah, so um, so a lot of Christian media would not be what it was without this brother's contribution. You know, this show probably wouldn't be in existence without this mm-hmm. brother's contribution to to Christian media. For for many people, he is the face or was the face of Christianity on television, and that's really what he represented. He he was the first person that they saw actively proselytizing on uh television and that that's a real thing so or that you have to give him his 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 recognition in his propers amen because he he did he did big things so we give him a shout out now as we continue to move forward uh in his career and in his life uh, okay some shout out to lydia abdullah she says the first place she saw bb and cc was with Pat Robinson. Okay. Pat Robinson. Shout out to that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. You know, a brother out here breaking barriers. You know what I'm saying? I And all the rem- memorials of him, I've never seen a picture of him young. And so it threw me off. Like, oh, so you weren't old my whole, because he was old my whole life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so saw a picture of him young. No, that, that's what threw He was not. He was <laughs> He was old my whole life, and so to see a picture of him young saw me off, threw me off completely. Oh, this is great! This is more. Are we allowed to put some so more stats? We, we've talked about. We... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Sister, no, shout out to Sister Tucker. She said, little known fact, years ago, I was a prayer counselor at the 700 Club. Prayer when counselor. viewers called in for okay. prayer, I prayed with them. Hardest job ever. Now, see, we should have known this ahead of time because this is worth the interview. I got so many questions now. I have so <laughs> many questions now. Like, what type you of prayer kind of prayers people were calling? Oh, yes. I want to know what was well, going on. All, all kinds of people from around the world. I'm sure everything from my dog to, you know, my husband is cheating on me or my spouse is cheating on me and, and you know, everything. In between. I lost my job, all kinds of, right. you know, well, illness. I'm, I'm sure. Shout out to Sister Renette. I'm sure. That? All right. So that was good. And so um, we have talked about uh, Brother Pat before. We've I've even referred to him as Uncle Pat because many of us have that one uncle that will say and do just crazy out-of-pocket stuff. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things Uncle Pat has, has done over the years, he blamed natural disasters on feminists and LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. He, called Black, he called Black Lives Matter activists anti-Christian. Um, he said a devastating earthquake in 2010 in Haiti occurred because Haitians made a quote-unquote pact with the devil to win yeah. their freedom from France. He prayed for the deaths of liberal Supreme Court justices. He insisted the 9-11 attacks happened because of liberals and feminists and gay rights activists had angered God. Um, and he claimed Kenyans could get aid via towels. Be it towels. Some of the out of pocket crazy things that Uncle Pat has said that um, left via towels. Many people were, um, many people took joy. I'm not going to say that. Many people on the internet took joy in Uncle Pat's passing because of the out of pocket stuff he has said over the years. It's been an interesting time. It was an interesting time really going through it because while he was impactful in many ways, he was problematic, maybe too light of a word, but he was more than problematic in several ways as well. Especially, I've noticed this, especially, maybe this is just who I'm around, but older black women, as they get older, they just going to say whatever the heck is on their mind. And so Pat had said whatever the heck was on his mind as well. Nobody was fact-checking him. And he was saying some hurtful stuff. And so while he did minister, he did bless uh, along the way. Yes, towards the end, it was. And by the end, we mean like the last 20 years. Um, it, it, he was a little bit problematic to say the least. So <laughs> God bless that, brother. God bless him. All right. Um, so appreciate you, Brother Robinson, for what you have done and the contributions that you have made to um, to Christian media. Exactly. All right. Next thing I want to talk about. So um, this came out today or yesterday, or I think it's today. But um, apparently, Brother Tyler Perry is uh, reports are that he will be buying BET Media which includes BET and VH1 and some other properties. Apparently, Paramount is um, not doing too well financially, um, so they're looking to offload some of their properties, and BET being one of them. So Tyler Perry is stepping in. Do you think that now Tyler Perry is is um, is rumor, is uh, slated to buy BET, do you think this will be the return of some of BET's gospel programming? Oh, 
That's an interesting take on this. Um, yes, I was going to go straight telecom nerd on this, but that's actually a great question. Do I think, hey, man, first of all, I don't need Bobby Jones back. You can give me a different version of Bobby Jones gospel, but I don't need Bobby back. Is Bobby still alive? I don't yes. know. Yes. Bobby, Bobby is still, is still alive. alive. And they, 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 um, if you remember that they, they mm -hmm. tried a different version. Remember, they, with, with Bobby, they had a Todd Tribbett show. So it was basically, yeah, Bobby I like that version. I think they messed with the format too much, but I liked, I liked what they were trying to do there. Um, I think it would be very interesting. I do imagine, first of all, Tyler Perry is just intelligent in terms of making money. And so he realized he, he has been raised, his whole empire was raised off the Christian dollar. And especially off of black church folks. And so, okay. oh, yeah. Like, that's yeah, I'm not, what, I'm not denying what you're saying. Okay. I was, I was about to say, okay. I was like, we can get into that one. But no, but no it, yeah, it, it would make sense to me that he would bring back some type because black church folks equal money. We will go see things and we will show up in uh, eyeballs equal advertising dollars. And so I do, I do think that some type of, uh, Black church programming would definitely come back on BET. I didn't even think about that. That's a, that's a that's an interesting concept. Who would you like to see? What kind of shows would you like to see? You know, I'm not. See, we live in a different world than than when when Bobby Jones was at was at his height, right? You know? And, and video right. gospel, like you, you can't do a video no. gospel show because nobody, nobody's gonna sit and wait for that. You can just go online, and plus, they're not making videos like that anymore, anyway. They are making it's just all going to YouTube, it's all live clips, yeah. That's it. So, it's not like a video, it's just a recording right. of, of live performance, yeah, because it's much cheaper to do that. It is so. I think, I think he will probably do something different. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll be sustainable because everybody knows if you pay attention to what Tyler Perry does, his, his business, he does everything very cost effective. He does. <laughs> he does. And I mean, and now he owns a whole studio now. So, I mean, it won't be anything for him to come in, bring people in, and in a week, shoot a season of shows or whatever it is, like he does right. some of his original programming now. Um so it won't be no wardrobe changes. It's just you. We gonna do five shows in this one outfit or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know what other kind of shows we could do. Is there? Is there a market for just seeing services? There. There is a market for just seeing. Well, when you can see yes, any service now online. Online. I. But I think what would happen is if you were to be on BET, you would make it exclusive to BET in some way, form, or fashion, like. Like, say, Sarah Jakes Roberts decided all of a sudden they're going to broadcast her on Sundays. She'd probably delay her YouTube portion until, like, Tuesday or Wednesday now is when they would put that out or something like that. That's a bunch of technicalities that telecom nerds worry about. They just push the, the, the viewing window back. That's all. I think it would happen, though. I think I think if he buys this, you will see a Sarah, Sarah Jakes Roberts some type of show. She may It may even be a talk show. It may ah, it may not even be an actual like her preaching. It may be a, a Sarah Jakes Roberts talk show. I guarantee you, she would she would he, she would be involved in the programming. I think what was that other woman we were talking about last week with the locks? Um, because she brings a different perspective. Uh, like she would 
she was once uh she was once uh she was lesbian and now she's married to a man um and she goes around she goes around preaching but yeah uh i think they she would probably have a show as well she has a popular instagram following but i think i think there would be a couple of different things that you would see on on his show on his program so what i would like to see is and we have to right now we have proven as as a people as black people that we have a bigger appetite for basketball wives and housewives and right. you know that that kind of programming people not showing right. us in the best light right um, um, we have proven that that's that's where our appetite is as far as viewership um mm -hmm. and i would like to, i would hope that he would at least try other things like a, a black finance show um mm -hmm. you know or I think we, I think we watch a black cooking show. At least people who are into that oh, kind yeah. of thing watch that. 100%. But you know, other other things. Um, you know, maybe a, a black wellness show, or you know, some some type of just stuff that will actually benefit the black community, other mm -hmm. than us shucking and jiving on reality TV. Mm -hmm. um, so um, you know, I, yeah. I think a, I think a black news. Um, Will be beneficial right. too you know shout out to roland martin i know he's doing his, his whole his whole network right. and it's really good um so stuff like that but we gotta we gotta show that we will watch it we gotta mm -hmm. prove that if he if he does this that we will actually support that we don't want to just see us acting a fool throwing drinks at each other's face and that kind of stuff so yeah i don't i was just thinking on sundays <laughs> Because I'm not gonna well, even, lie to you. Even that though, even that, yeah, I don't, I don't watch BET. Right, Tyler Perry what? gonna turn a dollar, and he knows that, that that that's what gathers eyeballs and that's what gathers advertisers. So there's gonna be a lot of that in there. I think there's gonna be a lot of that in there as far as the foolishness. But I do hope he we would aim for something higher and hope that it could be be presented in a, a a better way and so some of the finance stuff that you're talking about some of the life health stuff that you're talking about i think that could be a good thing either that or if he's smart he's going to end up buying a whole bunch of old stuff and putting it on the air especially when he yeah. first starts old episodes of old shows that he might bring back amen or something like that <laughs> and, and put put that i'm serious it's a cheap buy and he just make it's, money off of it and start running it yep I would I would like to see um I really want to see a Christian a black Christian show whether it's right. drama or comedy that is not about a church. So the church is not the central okay. focus of everything they do. About you know, like all like, a, like I don't know, is there? And like Amen and Amen and all these other shows about like the movies, they're all about churches. Right. About right. we got to we, we got to either save the church or this is what's going on at the church. You know, I right. would like to see programming where people just live in their lives and church is just kind of something that they do, but it's not the, right. the central focus of the show. So like the church isn't another character in the show. It's just, yeah, I, you know, I live my life. I always happen. I just will happen to go to church this Sunday, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I would like mm -hmm. to see about somebody's life, about people do a workplace comedy of a Christian in the workplace, you know, right. and all that kind of stuff. Just give me something 
But other than I don't want to see the churches. So you here. want you want living single with a midweek prayer service mixed in. That's what you want. Living single with a Something. midweek prayer service mixed in. Okay, okay. I mean, I yeah, think it's a dope I idea. Just, I just I just don't want to say I just don't want to try to save the church anymore. Can yes, we, can we, can I we just have some years where we're not like raising money for the church or doing a concert for the church or you know all this other kind of stuff? Can we can we just get some programming that's not that? Right. I'm just, you realize you're giving away good uh, original content here. This is IP you giving out here over the airways. I'm sure I'm not the first person who's ever thought of this. Okay, I'm just saying. You're losing money right now. I'm just saying. You're giving out good content. These are solid and, ideas. And this is nothing know. against, you know, there, there, there's some great content that, that's focused around around church. Yes. Um, you know, some some there, there's a there's a show out now on Peacock with, with the, uh, that is basically like glee for, for gospel music when they, they did this singing competition, you know, one of the-, the Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. One of the Bailey sisters is in it, mm -hmm. um, and like Drewski and some other people. Um, Kevin yep. on stage has a has a church has a, a just churchy comedy on, on his um on his uh, platform. His streaming service is really funny, really good. Uh, okay, but let's just let's just do something where you just living your life and you just so happen to go to church every now and then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, something that you know, it, it, the comedically examining. Your walk with Christ and what all that entails exactly in, in, the, in today's world. Or it, could like be a, or it could be a drama. Or drama. Okay. Or it could be a drama. I'm just I just don't want to save the church anymore. At least not at least for a while. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I see where you're going, yeah. bro. I don't want to save uh, the church. I don't want to I don't want the show to be about the pastor. You know, so you're talking about like yeah, insecure, insecure with Bible study mixed in somewhere in there. That's what you want to that's what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I see, I see where you're going, bro. Exactly. I said, and I like I, I I like what you're doing, and I would watch it. Who do you have starring in this or directing? No, I don't know. I haven't gone that far yet. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> I like I like what you're doing, man. And let, let's hope, let's hope we get something. A, I hope the deal goes down. I did see that Paramount is divesting of its some of its um, investments and some of its companies just so we can get back to that bottom line. So I hope somebody does come and buy it and really takes care of BET. Um, it started many people's careers and has been a bulwark in the black community for many years. So I hope whoever does it takes care of it properly. Yeah. My mom mentioned children's programming um, in the chat. You know, there's there's all the stuff that they can get into. Mm -hmm. a, a, a good political show. Yo, Derek Tiffany, James. Tiffany Cross is available. He can, he can hire her to do a, do a show. So is Don Lemon. Derek James said, I guarantee there won't be Boondocks episodes. <laughs> Now that's hilariousness because the Boondocks was <laughs> making, made, fun of him. made fun of Tyler Perry just incessantly. What's hilarious about this though is Tyler Perry, knowing the type of petty that he is kind of proven to be, he would buy those old episodes and put them on the air just because. He's like, "Yeah, y'all gonna that, watch it. I'm gonna make money off of it." That's that rich uh, Mike, Michael Jackson kind of petty. That's what Michael yep, Jackson just because. Yep. <laughs> you make fun of him. He buys your catalog and then. <laughs> buy a whole catalog out. All right, but so shout out to Tyler Perry, and hopefully BET will be something, something better than what it currently is. Yeah, I hope so. Do you have BET Plus? No, I got all the pluses. I do not have BET Plus. No, I don't have BET. not even kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I barely know where BET is on my channels. I don't know. All right, so moving on, there is a report out that, and this is, I mean, I didn't know people actually track this kind of stuff. Okay. But the report is that um, over the course of the past decade, 
nearly all of the top 25 worship songs can be tied to five megachurches. So over the past decade, of all the all the worship songs that have been in the top 25 over the past decade, all those songs can pretty much mm. be attributed to five megachurches. Okay. How are they defining uh, worship? All right, go well, ahead. Let, well, me see, I, let me hear the song. Well, I, I don't know. But it, the article is crazy. The article doesn't list the songs, but it lists the uh -huh. churches. So Elevation Church, Hillsong, yes. Bethel, yes. Passion. Yes. North, yeah, okay, those are the churches. So, all the surprised. churches, but you know, this is you know, you can you know, read CCM kind of music, and right? Yes, where we, where we would say it's traditional gospel. Um, right. all of these, um, uh, basically can all this, all the top 25 songs are tied to these five churches. Hey, one of the things about these mega churches that nobody likes to really talk about is they are big businesses, and when businesses figure out how to work. They're going to replicate themselves and they're going to do what is necessary to continue to bring in the money. And they figure out, hey, if we bring in these types of produ uh, musical producers and produce this types of music, it's going to work. They're going to do it over and over again. And so this actually does not surprise me. Um, it, it, make, it makes sense. And remember, Hillsong was on a run. Like Hillsong was on a run for, for a while there. Um, who, who, who was the other one? Um, you said a couple of them. Hillsong is on a run. Elevation Church. Elevation. Season. Elevation is still on a run. You know on the run now. And yeah. it's interesting that this does not, I'm not sure where they would categorize Maverick City, but this, this article makes absolutely no mention of Maverick City at all. Is I know. Isn't they what? Are they related to Elevation? No. That's what I was thinking. I was, yeah, I was thinking they're probably trying to tie to them. Yeah. And so, yes, it, it makes sense to me. See, you're gonna get me on. You're not gonna get me in trouble because I have a whole theory behind this. Here's what they did. You're gonna get me. You know, this gets me excited every time we start talking about this. All they did at first, it was just pure CCM, and by CCM, it could be read as it was majority. It was majority white music. It was okay. people, mostly white people. What they started doing was just putting black faces in it, and they started putting black singers on it, and and then that's how you get elevation. I mean, that, I mean, that's how you get. Um, uh maverick and that's how you get a couple other things and that's how that's where it goes and so it just it just made it it just took it even higher so this does not surprise me you know you know me and you behind the scenes have been talking about this for years and and it's hey god bless them people keep making music and that you keep me as long as it's glorifying god what can i say what can i say so in the chat mac asked who tracks this stuff well oddly enough there is a website called worshipleaderresearch.com Shout out mm -hmm. to them because this is where this article came from, um, and this research was done done for this. And this is a legit, some legit people. Well, let me. I believe they're legit because these right. people that run this site, bunch of them have doctorates. So right. it's a bunch of PhDs and, and people who you know, I'm assuming love Christian music. Mm -hmm. They put this site together, and this is one of the research that they've that they've conducted. And as I said before, always remember this. Mega churches are multi-million dollar businesses. Being multi-million dollar businesses, someone's going to track the goings on of these businesses and how they work. Music is a large part of the, how they work and how they become popularized. It's probably one of the largest, even before the messages. How many times have you actually heard a message from Hillsong or from Elevation? But you've heard their music. You buy, you'll, you'll, you'll download a single, you'll, you'll stream a single. And so the music is more, is oftentimes more important 
than the actual message going forth. And that was a terrible thing to say, but it's true. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, I, I've, I've said on the show before, I, there was a time I used to to, when I to tune into Joe Osteen's hour service mm-hmm. um, because you get the worship team. And that's when Israel was leading worship. So you get like this 15 minute Israel concert Bruh. before Joe comes in and does his thing. And I would just turn off Joe, but I would get my 15 minute. <laughs> I'll get my 15 minute Israel every week. So exactly. yeah, I get it. I get it. I get why people are into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, while we're on the topic of churches. It is apparent that um, there's another article that um, it's on Christian Post that over half of pastors um, list that they're going to have armed congregants as part of their plan to con- to confront active shooters. So you know how active shooters are a problem, people shooting up churches now and all this other kind of stuff. Well, there is a survey and it's this, this research uh, interviewed a thousand pastors mm-hmm. and over 60 percent of them said that part of their plan to deal with this 62 um, percent they're gonna have um they're gonna have armed people in in church to deal with this so they, they're doing the whole good guy with a gun thing to try to combat this yes um i don't know uh, how <laughs> i mean there there there's there's a lot of people i've been i've gone to church with over the course mm-hmm. of my life and the last mm-hmm. thing i wanted them to do is be carry. <laughs> I um so I will say this. This does not surprise me. And what the way uh you may be surprised who's already doing it. Oh, I believe a lot of churches are already doing it. A lot of yeah, yeah a lot of people. And what's oh, funny yeah. to me, the, the important wording about this is pastors' plan to have armed congregants. That's the pastor's plan. What we're not counting for is the congregants who says, you ain't going to run up in my church and I have a carry license, or I may not have a carry license, but I just carry. And so, yeah, I, I, we can talk about brother, brother Jim Bob is already planning on coming to church strapped. <laughs> I have been at places at times and I ain't going to put nobody's name or location out there where I have gone to give a brother a hug and I, that thing was oh, in his man. waist. I'm serious. Like that thing was in his waist, and it's like just gave him dab. I'm like, oh, okay, and that's what we're doing today. And so it's a weird feeling. It's a weird thing. Um, but yeah, like even well, even even in my church, we like we lock doors. We, we like we have people. You have to be let in the entrances. You ain't just walking up in. Like you have to be let in the entrances. Um, and so we we'll, we'll sit really? there and let you in. You after a certain point, or just when mm-hmm. service starts, or like after a certain point. After a certain point in the service, the doors are locked, it, it, and you have to be let in to the church. So we gotta see everybody who coming in, bro, because we don't That's want folks run run up in there. That's a you, whole it, nother it, discussion. Like you will have to you will have to remember where I live. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm already thinking safety issues. We have an ex- we 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 have run drills before at my church. I believe it. About how to get out in case it. there is a shooter or the case there was an emergency. Yeah. Like you have to realize, especially depending upon where people, folks are living at, safety is a real thing. And we some people got metal detectors. Um, at the door, shout out to DJ Gray Hat. Some people got metal detectors at the doors. Um, 
it, it is <laughs> talking about what we overdo for a drill. Let's go. Well, um, I guess it's gonna be one next couple of weeks now that you brought it up. She, she's I know, right? That drill was too too long. But anyway, but yeah, it's a real thing. It, it you have a responsibility. I'll put it this way: we have seen too many people over the last over the last decade um, be unnecessarily gunned down inside yeah. of churches, and so as a pastor or as a a, a leader over parishioners do you not have a responsibility to prepare to allow your people to feel safe during worship but also figure out ways to protect them yeah it is unfortunate that we live in a time now where of all places mm -hmm. you can't you can't be safe in church mm -hmm. it's a real thing bro all places in in, in this country you mm -hmm. can't be safe and and now schools unfortunately too it's it's a shame it's a real thing so it's uh hey <laughs> so pastors pastors are planning for it but some congregants will say don't worry pastor i already been i already been covering you been we ready. just waiting for a fool <laughs> been ready. and you will be surprised i'm gonna put this out there you will be surprised some of the church uh folks the church goers and the church mothers and so on who have a carry license i believe it it's a real thing out there, bro. I believe it. Okay. Recently, the Church of God in Christ had a, they had the women's convention, the annual women's convention mm -hmm. in Orlando. And as you, you know, people know, Orlando is the home of Disney, one of the homes mm -hmm. of Disney. And so they saw fit to have um, Mickey and Minnie on stage at the women's convention. Okay. And and it caused a little bit of uproar among certain people. So I'll show you a clip of Mickey and, and Mickey and Minnie uh, okay. partaking in the service, and then I got something else after that. So first, here is Mickey and Minnie um, at the Church of God in Christ Women's Convention. Mickey and Minnie, thanks for coming to join us. Thank you so much. All right. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to minimize it. Well, uh, I just wanted to get off the stage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yo, the software. Here we go. Sorry, good brother. Software froze up on me. All right. So, uh, you got some thoughts about Mickey and Minnie? Here's my thing. They have multiple different people that play that, that are the, the mascots. They're, they're inside those characters. Uh -huh. If you knew the event, you should have put someone with some spirit, <laughs> some annoying oil inside so Mickey, them. So yes. Mickey could have cut a step. You could have cut a whole step. We could have had a whole time in there. Huh? Mickey could have took us in, but instead you got the normal Mickey who was sitting there looking highly uncomfortable in that situation. 
you should have had the right Mickey inside that uniform. Yeah. That's all I'm going to Fitz said Mickey and Tint Hill song. So this is a <laughs> this is a new environment. Yeah. But so um it didn't stop. So we saw it and, uh, and some of the neighbors, you know, uh mentioned nobody got saved off of this. Uh this is so bad. Um uh minister in Minister and Evangelist Mickey J. Mouse. So the neighbors had issues with it. One of the bishops in the Church of God in Christ, he also had issues with it. I want to play you um, part of Bishop Wooden's comments about okay. um, Mickey and Minnie. Oops, sorry. And with that tremendous women's convention, someone thought it was a good idea, I don't know who, to welcome Mickey and Minnie Mouse I don't know who was responsible, and I don't know if they know that the Disney Corporation has taken positions that are repugnant and antithetical to the positions of the God of the Bible and the Church of God in Christ. Disney is has become a wicked company, and so I don't know why uh, Mickey and Minnie was invited into the pulpit of our women's convention. Um, and then called elder and um, evangelist. The church should just be the church and keep things out of the church that don't belong in the church. See, see, it's easy. See, what happens is you lose your ability to discern. See, once you, once it's all right to let the uh, the uh, masons in and the fraternities and the sororities. And then you almost don't know who to let in and who not. You follow what I'm saying? You lose your ability to discern. And with that. So that's Bishop Wooden from the Church of God in Christ. So he goes in uh, about his um, fellow Church of God in Christ members letting Mickey and Minnie join the festivities. It sounds like a coaching problem. Me, I ain't got nothing to say on that. No, <laughs> it sounds like a coaching issue. I ain't there. Non-denominational over here, play. But no, I knew somebody was gonna get mad about that. It's it's interesting though if you start listening to what he's saying, is you you start losing discernment over who to let in and who not to let in, who to let into the house of God. Well, not just let in, but let on the in the pool. Okay. Okay. I think I think and that's I, where he was going. Let, let in front of I, the people. Let I knew he was saying, and maybe he didn't hear himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. but he needed to be more specific because that that it's very easy for those type of ideas. I understand what he was saying to lead into what he actually ended up saying, yeah. which is who we letting in and who we not letting in. Um, but and his defense, his defense. This was a clip of a clip, so this, right. I didn't even take. I don't even have. I didn't have access to his whole thing. I just mm -hmm. took a clip and I cut it up even more. So he he could have elaborated more. I will need state. to agree with something Max said though. That jacket is oily. That jacket is fire though. That that brother has all the oils on that jacket. Um, he is entitled, I guess, to feel how he feels on this one. I knew as soon as you let them up there though that there were going to be some folks uh, who had some problems with some of the stands that Disney has taken and how you're going to let them in the Christian church and everything like that. Now, just play twelve makes a good point. So mm -hmm. there are many churches where, unless you are in a, a ministerial staff, you can't even walk in the pulpit. Yes. And they up here letting Mickey just strut and do whatever. I, I don't understand why they thought that was necessary or appropriate. You mm -hmm. can even tell the presider, whoever it was, didn't necessarily feel comfortable with it. Okay, they're here. 
And it no, wasn't like it was a children's thing. No, you know, I could see if they would like the kids ministry had Mickey come out and do something. Right. But, it's it's it is an interesting thing. I I don't understand why it had to be done, but hey, God God bless them. Maybe they they caught a discount because of uh, somewhere because <laughs> I don't know. People got some free passes to uh to the to the parks afterwards. Who knows? But but the thing so is, I'll, multiple. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Multiple people had probably okayed that. Oh, that didn't just get run up through one ladder. Yeah. That had to go through multiple people before it was okayed. I think it probably could have been easier just to keep them out there, especially if you're gonna bring the non-sanctified Mickey and Minnie mascots out there, and they don't even know what they didn't. They had no clue where they were at. You could tell by how they were waving and how they were standing there. They had absolutely zero clue where they were at. They had no clue what to do. There was no cultural or spiritual reference for them. They just looked out of place. At least put the folks with some oil in their lives with someone that Jesus on them inside the suits on that day. That's all I'm going to say. Here you are, Mickey and Minnie, thinking they're going to bring you out. You're going to walk the concourse, you know, take pictures with kids, shake some hands, you know, that, that whole deal like they do at the yep. parks and all that. And then they bring you on stage. With the music playing, could you, could you imagine? Yo, this is hilarious. And you, Madam, win the night with mini skirt below her knees, and that's the question. Now you want to, you want to find but, out? Was her skirt of appropriate length to be find out? on the pulpit at that time? That is, let's see. Yeah, it, it had a, it had some extra length to it that day. They added an extra. An extra hem on it. Uh -huh. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but this person had no clue. You know what was hilarious, though? Because they do, I'm sure they do a rundown of, of whoever's going to be in the mask and the outfit that day. And they're saying to themselves, so here's what y'all are going to do. And I guarantee you, those two people said, we're going to what? <laughs> to we do what? To, to do who? So what do they want us to do while we're up there? Do we have to pray? What do we have to do? I guarantee you they had no clue. They went out no. there. They were, they were told of 30 seconds and went and sat back down. Lord, they got Karen Clark out here. Karen Clark shit. I know Karen the has first, something to say. They got the first lady. I'll I know with, she had something to I'll say. Mickey and Minnie. I know she has something to say. That was... I Oh, somebody got a holy cussing later on that day. Oh, Whose yeah. idea was this? But hey, God bless them. I hope it works out. All right. Uh, so um, while we're on the topic of just doing crazy, weird things at church, I'm not sure we why. Go. So I know there's this movement to get to get God's people in better shape and get, get them healthy and everything. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if, if this is the way or not. So check this out. <laughs> So for the audio listeners, there is a brother um, on stage leading worship, but he's walking on a treadmill while he's doing it. Um, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I, I you don't know, know. You know this is an overdone illustration. Somebody had, this brother had a message about how you have to run on in God's will, amen. And he and he decided that to show you about running on, he was gonna bring 
his Peloton up there. And that's exactly what he decided to do. Peloton sells both bikes and walkers. And that's what he was on today. Had yo, my mom is had to get those steps in. Yeah, this brother is in one of them Fitbit challenges. Yes. And he about to, he ain't trying to lose. So he's gonna get his steps in. Hey man. Now here's the other thing that it gets touchy, but there are some sometimes we do all need as a big man in the church. I've seen other big people in the church and talking about the health of us as individuals. It's something to think about, right? Now, here's the thing. And they were selling catfish platters after church right after this. They wasn't helping the cause. They wasn't helping the cause. But sometimes uh, your pastor has to bring a tough word about how are you keeping your physical body together, even as you're feeding your spiritual. Amen. So Fitz said, what's worse, Mickey and Minnie or my man on the treadmill? Oh, Mickey and Minnie. 100%. Mickey and Minnie are worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at least, yeah. at least this is a brother of the cloth. <laughs> this is a this I, is the pastor. I would really. Did he do that the whole time he was preaching? Because if they, he did that, that's impressive. I don't know. Well, he, he opened up. I guess maybe that's his opening song before the sermon. Uh -huh. So he, he tried to lead them in how great he's our God. Okay. Yeah, you know, somebody said they got con. I'm gonna ask my friend who goes here what's going on. I got I need context. This is about running on. Yep, here we go. We see we got the messages already. Mac Dawkins says, I believe I'll run on and see what the end gonna be. Amen. DJ Gray hat hashtag walking in my season. Amen. And uh, you know, shout out to Lydia Abdullah. She brings up a good point. If it was grilled catfish platters afterwards, <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, you, you know, good and well. <laughs> you know, grill, grill, no catfish. We barely, we just started doing baked chicken. We, <laughs> we just started we doing just, baked chicken. Just started offering baked chicken, and even with the baked chicken, we gonna season the heck out of it, and the sodium gonna be sky high. But yes, oh man, hey, I would love to hear what the message was, and maybe he was bringing a tough word. Hallelujah. Here's the thing. That unless that was in the church, somebody had to get that up from their basement, put it in their car, and get it to the church for mm -hmm. this. You know, so that fell upon some poor deacons. Oh, some deacons had it. Oh, yes. Do you know how heavy those things can be, though? Like some oh, poor yeah. deacon had to angle this thing out of somebody's basement and to get it there in time for service. I don't believe this, but hey, God bless it. I hope. Here's the question. Did anybody get saved? <laughs> Did anybody? Get, this is what, th that's my new thing. This is what we need to start asking. It's a possibility. That's a, good, that's a good question. This is what we need to start asking ourselves before we do any illustrations or anything. Is somebody <laughs> going to get saved? That this? might be a possibility. Someone may realize that A, their spiritual health as well as uh -huh. their physical health needs to be tended to. Come on, hot amen, so, amen. So you never hallelujah. My sister said it's actually, I'm assuming this is a, I'm assuming this is a, a good put together church, and we laughing okay. at this. This is my man's illustration, but right. uh, according to my sister, they do a lot for the community, so good for them. <laughs> Y'all, this is a good point. They also, they are, they, what do you say? They had to take the clothes drying on off at first because there were definitely clothes on there hanging on there ahead of time, and then take that up, Sarah. A set of weights is hidden in the choir loft. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, that would be a dope idea. 
We're going to take care of you spiritually and physically. A church opening up a gym. There you go. Concept. We out here giving them good, good intellectual property. Yeah, yeah we messing up. Mm -hmm. So there was this cover that you wanted the neighbors to hear that you sent me. So here are some sisters singing Gyra, right? By um, wait, wait is it? Forget? I forget. I, I think I'm asking for your oil ranking on this. Yes. Oil ratings on this one. Yes. We haven't done the oil ratings in a while. I want to get y'all some oil ratings on this. See where we're sitting at. So neighbors, Drake wants y'all to check this out. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Super loud. All right, neighbors, um, by now, you, many of you know the drill. On a scale of one to five, with one being the lowest and five being the greatest, how many oils do you give um, oh, man, this cover no, no. of Gyra? Here's the thing, man. They done took, they done took all the spirit, all, all the soul off of that. They done, they done took, here's the thing, brother. They done took all the season off of that. Let me say, <laughs> let me say this first of all. Just because you sing loud and you yell loud doesn't mean you actually doing something. Because it, it wasn't actually musically that complicated, but it would gave it was a little twist. It gave me like a Dixie Chicks um, twang to it, mixed with the uh, who was that group back in the eighties? The um, Wilson Pickett or what was it? Was Wilson Pickett was a group, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like no, it was, no, it was a three. It was like three white women. They were sisters or something like that. Uh, in the nineties. Oh, the, the Judds. No, not the Judds. It was the I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm, running yes. of, I'm running out of. I'm running out of. <laughs> that, I'm out of that's that's this kind of music is only goes for so. And so it it wasn't the worst thing in the world. If I'm gonna give it some oils here, because they just yelling half the time. Wilson I'm probably Phillips, gonna give it about Wilson Phillips. Thank you, Wilson. Thank you. Thank you, DJ Gray. I appreciate you on that one. Yes, Wilson, Dixie Chicks, Mr. Wilson Phillips. I'm going to give him about a 2.5 out of 5 oils. So, Renee is a tough judge. No oils, no rating, nothing. Renee, <laughs> Renee was not feeling it at all. Okay, that's not what she wanted right there. <laughs> Dear James, 1.7 oils and 140 decibels. <laughs> if it wasn't for the screaming... <laughs> Somebody, Lydia Dula, thank you again. Reminds me when we're supposed to go up an octave and we just get louder <laughs> instead That's, of actually going up an octave. That happens. That happens. That's hilarious. Oh, and DJ Gray had appreciate you. One oil and that was borrowed. That was rem leftover oil from the original gyra. <laughs> so uh, this is what this is see, this is what happens when you take the black faces out of CCM. That's what happens. But you know, at least, at least they're passionate. I give it to they. They are that. passionate. They, they they get an oil and a half just for passion alone. Okay, we'll give them that. We'll give it. We'll give give them all. If you if you passionate and you can hold your note, I, I can sing with you. I could work with you. That's true. That's true. They they meant that thing in their spirit. There was a lot of 
hard hand moving. And so they they were serious about that thing. That one sister look is very pregnant. I hope she did not go into labor trying to push out that vault that note. Amen. 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 All right. Um, from one cover to another, you sent me this other thing that you wanted the neighbor to check out. Uh, this this lady doing a churchy little mermaid uh song. Um, I'm not familiar with the Little Mermaid catalog, so this will be interesting for me as well. So check out this sister doing a little churchy Little Mermaid. Of course. There you go. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that was quality. <laughs> that was quality. Why we always gotta mess with stuff, man? That why can't quality. we just let why just can't we let be some things be things, man? We always gotta put churchy on it all the time. All right, so oh. neighbors, let me hear it on a scale of one to five, of one being the lowest, five being the greatest. How many oils would you give my sister here with the churchy little mermaid? Here's the thing. Some of those runs she did in there where she took it was actually tough. Yes. The, the fact that she took a three-second, no, like a five-second blip and extended it to 15 <laughs> seconds because she just keeps singing ad-libs, that might be part of the problem. You're messing up what they're trying to do with the Disney. Okay. So we said one to five? Yeah. Okay. Devin Jackson, who traditionally hates everything, gave it a I solid know. four. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, Richard Bullock says one for the spatula, Mike. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I mean, if she would, if she would have used that same vocal quality and sung something else, like right. some gospel that we all know, some of y'all would have been laid out. Somebody, somebody says she stole the oil from the Jai Recover Group. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Derek James, a slotted spoon probably has three oils <laughs> by itself. She gets the other two, five oils. Okay. There you go. I like that. I like go. that. I, you know, giving credit for all things. I want to know what she has on her arms. What, like, she put, what is that she has on her arms? Like, that can't be actually part of the outfit, I don't think. I hope not. That's, that, 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 that's her outfit. That's her dress. That's her that's blouse. Part of, that's an that's actual shirt. That's her blouse. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was part of the act. Well, that's you should throw that out. That I mean, maybe she wore this blouse for the act. For the act, okay, yeah. okay. I'm guessing. I don't know. But <laughs> after this selection, we take in communion with oyster cracker. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, good oyster cracker will get you through. Hallelujah. All right, Hallelujah. I got I got one more video that you wanted to show the neighbors. So apparently, um, there was a time in in the world in history where Whitney Houston sung background for BB and CC. And so you uh, sent me this clip. I'm going to share it with so, the neighbors. Go ahead. So this was actually, you can tell it's Arsenio Hall show. Yeah. It's the Arsenio Hall show. And so from what I'm understanding, I was reading about it and I was reading some of the comments. 
evidently she did this a lot. Like there's there if you you've heard them talk about there's a strong love between BBC the Winans family as a whole and Whitney Houston. Like even Marvin would talk yeah. about her. Yeah, and so she would actually go sing background for BB and CC on occasion. And the interesting thing is, by then she was already Whitney Houston. Like oh, no, she, she was, was a megastar. Yeah, she was already huge. She was she was yeah, yeah, yeah. arguably bigger than BB and CC. No, not like even arguably. Just, she was bigger than BB. No, she was she was bigger than BB and yeah. CC. Uh, but she would just go into places and just sing background for them, and she just pop up. And so I think that's really dope. But yeah, yeah, it's a cool little clip. So uh, neighbors, check this out. So easy to see. And that's all and more. So let me be the first to say. Don't ever go. Don't go away. I hope this doesn't get pulled off the air. But, um, we get the point yo can i say this again and oh, i go God. into this every time we hear them mm-hmm. separately uh-huh. bb and cc separately as individuals are both top 10 gospel vocalists of all time separately oh, yeah. yeah so um I, you get no argument for me for that Okay, I just wanted to be sure. It's just CC's that, think, one of the baddest to ever do it. Yeah, I just think some people, and I could be wrong. I think some people get BB's vibe just kind of throws people off some a little bit. Well, BB's been more than problematic. Like BB, yeah, <laughs> I mean, not, I mean, as great as he that. is, as great as he yeah. is at his at, at his ministry, yeah. um, I, I think you know BB just kind of. You know, rubs you the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, there, there are some people, yes, that it don't. <laughs> yeah, <trust>. yeah, just let's <laughs> well. B, CC was singing to Jesus. BB was crooning. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's 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 the vibe you get from them. And that that BB is great in his own right. He is great. But I mean, but there's a reason why we look at their their solo careers. Yeah. Um, that CC is is like up here, and BB is is not as accomplished as a solo artist as BB as CC is. But I know, Matt. Thank you for this, BB. If you just if you take all that away, just off of vocals alone, the toughest discussion I have for myself sometimes: who's the better singer, Marvin Winers or BB Winers? I will go with Marvin mm. only because it's, I, you can, it's not easy. No, no, it's not, it's not clear, but I think, I think the, it comes down to when they, if you give them both to sing the same thing, right? The feeling that you get when you hear Marvin sing is different. different. Yes. Than when you hear BB, not to say that BB isn't great. It's like it's like we talked about with Leandra before. Like as much yeah. say what you want about Leandra Johnson, when she opens her mouth, it's different. It's different. It's different. And so that's the when you compare BB to Marvin, they're both great, but Marvin is just a little different than B than BB. And I, I think some of that is the oils in, in my but I <laughs> yo, I can't I apologize, but I gotta put this up here. 
What's wrong with my brother? Baby should stay fat. What's Baby trying to get his health situation together. What's wrong with my mother? Like, this is why she's not allowed to come on the show. Goodness. (laughs) Anymore. No, come as much as you want. Hang out as much as you want. Yo, this is... But BB... (laughs) Good point. BB is a top-tier R&B singer. (laughs) Thank you, Just Playing 12. BB is a top-tier R&B singer. 100%. Cause I'll sit here and name you name me an R and B singer. Okay, there's Luther. That's above BB. There's Brian McKnight. That's above BB. Who else? Yeah, as far as male R and B singers go, that's it, that it, the pool gets real shallow real quickly. I'm, I'm sure, like neighbors will say, like Barry White or. No, nope. uh, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know Teddy Pendergrass's body of work. I just know the brother. <laughs> don't give me stars on Teddy Pendergrass. Or, or any of these other. Like or any of these other. I think. I think you know. There, there's some neighbors who probably are more well versed in R&B than I am. I'll give you Marvin. I'll give you Marvin. I'll give you Marvin. Marvin That's is four. not. Marvin is not uh, R&B. Now, now, now you're mixing it up. Marvin now. Gay. Oh, Marvin Gay. Okay, sorry. Right. My my my, my mama yelling. Marvin Mar- Gay. Marvin okay. Gay. And so that's four. And if BB was R and B, he probably would be Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes, no, love you, no, <laughs> no. Okay, so BB was R and B. Would he be probably black? Would probably would be a top five all time. He's a goat. Like like his voice is legendary. Ruben stutters. Now here's the thing: what happened to Ruben stutter? See, we going we all way off task because you about to get into my because personal he, bag right here. He does have the chops. Ruben stuttered because he was a redux or he wasn't an original. Ruben stutter was a copy of Marvin of, of Luther, a little bit of copy of Marvin. Like he wasn't an original, but what he could do with his voice makes listen, Ruben listen. Ruben stutter was in top tier. Top tier. Tier. Top tier, he didn't have the career. He wasn't going to be outgoing and, and all that type of stuff. But Ruben, <laughs> yo, you see, what's wrong with her? She said, "Tried my mother." <laughs> Say Ruben tried to get skinny and it messed him up. It messed up. Ru- Ruben's gospel album is decent, but Ruben's an excellent singer. Yo, she's out of control today. But it is an interesting concept when you really start thinking where does BB rank, especially in terms of R and B singers. He was R and B. He's, he's yeah. up there. He he his yeah. vocal quality would be up there. We out here naming goats. I, I'll put it this way: he's a hundred percent sure top ten. He's really close to top six, top five. Oh yeah, I'll put it that way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with our people? We are now out of control. <laughs> Fat Luther's a goat. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Do he this ain't wrong, though. No. He He's ain't wrong. wrong. He's not wrong one bit. You take a Fat Luther. I'm not gonna say Fat Luther. Prime Prime Luther over Prime Brian McKnight. Yeah, vocally? just 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 vocally. Just vocally, yeah. Prime, I think Prime. yeah, Prime Luther. I think Prime Luther had a stronger voice. Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight. McKnight may have uh, he may can hit a higher register. Yes, but Luther's voice is stronger. Luther, okay. 
that that see yo so i guess people, it depends it depends on what you prefer people going to make this prefer. sound like it's easy that y'all got to go back and listen to what Brian McKnight was doing man he he's Brian McKnight was different but Luther's, Luther's different. voice Luther's voice was so smooth right and right. it was strong so i mean he just he just made it sound effortless Brian, we can do a whole show on Luther. Prime Luther is a diamond. Brian yeah. had the range, but Luther has a soul. Yes, okay. Yes. This yes. is where the argument really descends to right here. Brian has the range, but Luther has the soul. You, I mean, the if we, range doesn't make you like... But was, I think you we underestimate that range. What that man could do as a grown man, like with his voice, that dude was different. That, that dude is different. I was just listening to some of his stuff. Once again, problematic Luther, as a person. Luther, problematic Luther was, as a person. Luther was just different. Luther, Luther, and it, and it doesn't take anybody away from. It don't take anything away from Brian McKnight. That's true. That's true. That's that's like, true. Like, they both agree. It's just that's true. That's true. It, it comes down to preference. Do you prefer like the, the smooth velvet, strong voice or? In a hand of spades, Luther's the big joker. All right, I'll give and, you. And Brian McKnight probably did a little joker. And you yep, know, yep. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Whoa. Okay, we can't say this. He's not a top ten boy. No, see, see, we was everybody was here enjoying their evening, and then Mac comes with some blasphemy. I don't, Mac. What are we, Mac? Mac, that's not even a real comment. Like, oh. Mac, I'm not gonna do this with you. Nope, nope. Mac yeah. Luther Brian McKnight is a top ten voice. Yes, he is a top ten voice. I'm not gonna go into that anyway. That's all I got. You got rant for the people, brother. I don't have a rant. Okay, but I had a moment, my man. I had a moment. This is something I put under things I learned recently. List them, Mac, and we'll talk about it after. After the uh, <laughs> Max says, "Shall I list them?" Okay. I had a thing that I learned recently and it hurt my heart a little bit because I realized my life had been forever changed and I could not go backwards. Um, I went in and, and I was seeing my baby girl, my 14 year old. Uh -huh. I love her to death. Um, and I just felt like she needed a big hug. So I went and gave her a big dag. I grabbed her whole head. I gave her a hug, a part of her hug to my chest. And then she said, yeah, there's probably makeup all over your shirt. And then she pulled away from my shirt and her half of her face was on my shirt. And in that moment, I realized that my baby girl had crossed that threshold. And it's like once my baby girl, my baby, Starts putting on that much makeup that I had to give her the church hugs as well so you don't ruin my fits. It's <laughs> like my baby's gone, brother. When you started get, giving your own children the church hugs because they're going to ruin your fits because of all the makeup on their face, it, as a father, in that moment, something had changed. And I was, I, it just, it just, I, uh, it's been a moment for me. I've been trying to process it, I've been trying to work my way through it. But yes, there was orange eyeliner and some foundation. And I'm like, well, this shirt's done. And it just hurt me. And I'm trying to work my way through it at this point in time. So fathers, hug your daughters. Hug your people while you can. Because there's going to come a moment in which you're going to have to start dapping them up. Because their whole face will come off 
on your chest when you go to give your baby girl a hug, like the big hug. And yeah, we, we've hit that place. And I, I can't ever go back. And I don't know what I'm going to do uh, moving forward. And so I just need the church and the neighbors to pray with me. Um, as I move forward, um, I, I, I've lost my baby girl. And she's now a semi, you know, she's she's going into that place of womanhood. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just I'm just looking to transition. So pray with me, pray my strength in the Lord during these times. Amen. Amen. That's all that's all I it it's it's a moment of learning and a and a prayer request at the same time. I will pray for you. Unfortunately, I cannot relate. Mm-hmm. A, I don't wear nice clothes. Mm-hmm. And B and B. <laughs> I'm too short for most women to come into my chest. You know, chest. if you if you if you short enough to come into my chest, you're too young for makeup. In most cases, you're like, <laughs> you're like seven or eight. <laughs> you're not wearing makeup. I want to say thank you to Richard for understanding my prayers. What I need here, I especially want to say thank you to DJ Gray Hat. Soak in club soda and use OxyClean spray. Got spaghetti sauce out of a white shirt for me. So I want to thank you for really trying to bring my polo shirt back around. Because it was one of my favorite polos. And so I just need to get that together. So thank you, DJ Gray Hat. And, you know, just pray for it, brother. So maybe after church, you know, like if you see, you see on TV, you see TV personalities, right. they in the makeup chair. They got on these like smocks. So yeah. maybe after church, you just throw one of those joints on. Oh, that's And you go around do. and you, you hug the people. And see, the problem is, man, it'd be the quick hug to the usher, whoever, as I'm coming in. That's when they begin me, man. Because the ushers, God bless them, they're short. And I and they, and they get me. And I can't bend over but so far to get the appropriate, you know what I'm saying? So Try to bring in. Everybody before service it. gets a pound or a dap. Okay. Then after service, you throw in your little makeup smock, and then you go around and, and give love to I, people. I'm going to start just dapping up everybody. Every everybody's getting dapped in church from now, or or just in general in my life, because hugging was used to be part of my ministry. Like it's a part of my mother's ministry. My mother would make people scared of her. Oh, see, he already says something. I'm not dealing with Mac right now. My mom, I, I, mom, I agree with you. Never start stop hugging her. That's why. I, that's why I always wear washable clothes around the saints. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I, I appreciate hugs. Um, the pro okay. So now he's doing all genres. So he's doing all genres. So we're back on on this top ten singers on, on on BB on on where where Brian McKnight rates Luther Marvin BB Charlie. Is he talking Charlie Wilson? I guess so. Marvin Wine. I'm, I'm, I'm no hard stop. Layla. I'm sick of Gladys, people acting Rita. like Charlie Wilson was just the greatest singer in the world. He's not. So he he mixed up he mixed men and women too. Yeah, get Charlie out of here. Charlie is so overrated. I can't um, do it. Because then he goes with Gladys, Gladys Knight, Layla Hathaway, Gladys Knight, Aretha Franklin, Brandy, and then he said, and the problematic gospel singer that's always out of pocket. I'm guessing he's saying Leandria. Hey, um, if you yes, if you're saying that Brian McKnight's voice, Brandy is better than Brian McKnight. I want some of whatever you sipping on. Because you are in the strong stuff. Yeah, he he makes he mixes up genres here though. You are um, on that stuff. If if we talk about gospel, you got to add Daryl Coley to the list. The late great Daryl Coley. Um, <sighs> See, I get in trouble with that too. <laughs> we we had this. You, you know sh- we had 
We always have this discussion. I'm gonna be quiet. And I, sh- and, quiet. I and, and then I played you some Daryl Coley, and right. your mouth hit the floor. Daryl Coley, the, the brother's underrated. People don't know. We get into this Darryl, discussion. As far as vocals go, Daryl Coley is like top five gospel all time. Like the things that we get brother into could this do, discussion every time about Daryl yeah. Coley, Luther Marvin. Yeah. I'll give you. And then if you uh, and if you throw women in here, if we if we added women, you gotta throw in Karen Clark. She is. Uh, okay, yes. Um we can really actually discuss that Marvin thing if you want to. What Marvin thing? Marvin Gaye, I think the emotion of his music, he was smooth. I don't think he showed much range of what he did. He stayed in the pocket. Yeah, but I think, and I again, I'm not old enough to really appreciate Marvin Gaye. Uh, preference uh-huh. about so I will lean on the older neighbors for this. Mm-hmm. Or, but what I think Marvin Gaye, I don't think powerful voice. Right. I just think like smooth, easy listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That kind of bit. He I could wasn't be doing changing nothing. Somebody said, I add Donnie Half. See, this is, we had this discussion before. I'm gonna be quiet. See, I'm I'm gonna lose my black card with some of my thoughts on some of these people. I'm let's, let's... your mother said when you listen to Marvin's early stuff, we too young. I will concede that. All this, it's I would, I, it's, I would, I would click, defer to the more experienced neighbors when it comes to Marvin. It's all Gay. one click away on Spotify, and no, we've heard it, and I'm still gonna stick by what I say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stick by what I say. But all see, right. this is this is where we start problems. But yay. So for all my people out there with young people, especially with young daughters, hug them while you can before they shirt ends up. I mean, their face ends up on your clothes. Amen. Because then it just changes everything. So I'm dapping up my kids from now. All right, neighbors. I want to thank y'all for hanging out with us tonight. This is our last show uh, until the end of the summer. So right. we will probably we will be back on air. How about this Tuesday, September the 12th? That sounds good. That is the week yeah. after uh, Labor Day. Well, yeah, Labor Day. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back Tuesday, September 12th. Um, you know, hope you all enjoy your summer. And unless something like crazy happens, right? We'll, we'll come on air for something like monumental. Right. Who knows? I mean, you know, people getting indicted, so the world could <laughs> do whatever. I'm just saying, it, it could change reaction. <laughs> you, you never know. Um, so, but we will, uh, if if not, unless the Lord delays his coming, right. we, will, we will see y'all again on Tuesday, September the 12th. Um, the rapture, I, I don't, I don't the even know, I don't even know what season this is for us. Like, is it like eight, seven? Season? Uh, I think it's like season nine. We just finished season nine, yeah, unofficially. I just started counting oh. the seasons. I, I started oh. counting the seasons after we had already done a bunch of seasons, so yeah. <laughs> Somebody says, my dad says, why, why ain't y'all doing something for Juneteenth? And once again, if you get me talking about Juneteenth, I'm going to lose my card again. Let me just say this. You're going to get us fired. Go ahead no, and get us no, fired. No, it's no, the last no, episode. No. They, they it, many of y'all, many y'all watching this, I have known for a number of years. Uh-huh. Juneteenth is a very important time in the history of our country. Okay. Let's be real, y'all. Many of us just Many started caring about Juneteenth recently. Recently, I have known some of y'all for years, and in that time, we wasn't talking about Juneteenth. That's true. 
That's true. Let's be real. Now, Juneteenth is the point. Now, we should have. We should have. And I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy that it's it become a thing now. We're doing better. But the majority of us listening, now, maybe in your little family circles, it was, but in the populace, for the majority right. of us listening, Juneteenth wasn't a thing. I and mean, it was a thing, but it wasn't a big deal. It was a Southern thing, right. Yes. And I'm happy right. we have experience. Mother Mitchell, I'm happy we have grown now. And that mm-hmm. Juneteenth is important and it's a thing. Right. But mm-hmm. let's be real. Let's there be was real. a time that, you know, they, so put like this. There, there are many of y'all listening here now. Some of y'all didn't even know Juneteenth was a thing until you hit your 20s. Was it big in like Houston or something or like Texas? It, it, it might, yeah, no, yeah, certain, certain yeah. pockets of the country. But right, for right. a lot of the neighbors here who I've mm. known for a lot of the years. A lot of years. So th- those of y'all listening, watching and listening on demand, mm-hmm. you too. You ain't, you ain't immune to this, this right here either. If we being real. If we being real. We didn't even talk about Juneteenth like that. And for some of y'all, if I was to be honest and take away y'all phones and look at me in the face and say... Life or death, what date is actual Juneteenth? You have no clue. True. And I, I I didn't either. I had to look it up because we have a day off this year. Yeah. Amen. So as a result, I mean, we will not be doing it. We could. I mean, that, that would be. So, I mean, next year, that'd probably be a good thing to think about, doing a Juneteenth show. Okay. Um, a Juneteenth you know, extravaganza. Juneteenth, Juneteenth telethon or something. Hey, here's the thing. If one of y'all want to pay for us to fly us in and set us up, we'll do a live show from your house. <laughs> for Ju- for Ju- the barbecue. <laughs> Let's all go to Mac's house. Yo, Mac. Okay, Mac. <laughs> Let's say this. Mac, how's your Wi-Fi? <laughs> I got two. I got two requirements, Mac. Mac, you gotta be cooking. You gotta be grilling. Oh, Mac is grilling. Yo, and, oh, right. Mac is definitely grilling. Mac, Mac grilling for grill. me. I want Mac, some. Mac will grill random Wednesday. <laughs> and if your Wi-Fi is good enough, we may we may be at your uh, house on Monday, because that's when Juneteenth is Monday, right? Yeah. And like so, the 19th, right? Yeah. Is it? Is it? I don't even know what day of the week is Juneteenth is. I don't know. I don't know. Brother. I just got off. That's all I know. Is, do we have yeah. off for Juneteenth? I got off. Oh yeah, you got off. Yeah. We, it's official. It's official okay. holiday closing. Juneteenth is a Monday. Yeah. Okay. So all of y'all enjoy enjoy Juneteenth and barbecue I, for the, the freedom of the sleeve. I, I should have got a picture of this, but I rolled up to my pops' house this weekend, yo. <laughs> and why did I see that brother had? He is known for flying flags for the different seasons. He's got a Juneteenth he has one for fall. He has one for winter. He got eagles, multiple eagles flags, uh-huh. different Christmas flags. Okay. I rolled up, and that brother had the biggest Juneteenth flag I have ever seen in my life. All right. I, I was like, I, I said, brother, it. is that a Juneteenth flag on the front of your house? He's gotta like, yes, know. brother. Got to yes. let him know. <laughs> and then... He had like a big one and then a small one staked into the ground. Beside, yo, Does he have this. a Black History Month flag? Brother, he has the Black Lives Matter post okay. stand that stands in the yard and he had the Juneteenth thing right beside it. Okay. Like he was letting them know that you extra black. And then he had the big Juneteenth one hanging off of the house. And so... You we black we black we blackity 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 black in the house, and so he was just letting y'all know what was happening 
on that particular day. Amen. Amen. And yes, thanks. Thanks to Estelle. Shout out to my mom for buying him the flags. Yes, that is true. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. But hey, we appreciate y'all so much. Uh, we thank <laughs> so, you for. She said, "So if the house gets burned down, y'all know why." <laughs> Where we live, it's too much. It's too much blackness in this house. That's we gotta a whole take a lot of blackness. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. You ain't gonna see nothing in my yard because I'm still making payments. <laughs> they didn't pay their mortgage. I'm still making payments on this house. <laughs> and so you ain't see nothing in my yard. Oh, I'll trust man. these folks. But uh, we, we just pray for God's hedge of protection around here. Yes, about that? Of, yes. <laughs> put the angels around there, Lord. Angels. Put the angels hey. around all of them. Thank y'all for supporting us. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for giving us a reason to be out here, to come out here and have fun. We really, we really appreciate you. I am dead serious when I say 461 won't do. We trying to get to 500. Get our numbers up, y'all. Get our numbers up to over 500 by the time we get back in September. We, we appreciate it. We appreciate you hanging with us. And we, we do this show every Tuesday. Well, we won't do it until September 12th. But 12th. when September 12th hits, we'll go back to doing it every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you can always watch on demand. Go to turntoyneighbor.com for links to all the ways you can watch this show on demand, including the Turn Your Neighbor podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Appreciate all you. Um, thank you to the on-demand listeners. Um, you know, y'all can yeah. still like and share, even if you watch it on demand. That's okay. And check us on YouTube and everything. Like, we got a lot of material out there. And if I got anybody that you know wants to come work for us for free, uh, I, we, I got videos to send them. They could clip it. We out. have a lot of videos out there. Yeah, we have, we have good. We would be dope on TikTok if somebody would just go back through hours and hours of content. We, we have years of we have years and years. hours of content. We have years and Not hours. Ten Some years, which, which may get us fired. But it's like if you can go back and look at it, we actually got some dope stuff out there. Yeah, we're about six or seven years in. In this iteration, right? Because we did one before and we used to be side by side anyway. No, yeah. still, I'm kind of counting that too. When we first started a okay. show, yeah, we called Turned to Neighbor. Yeah, yeah, about six, about seven years in. We got a lot of stuff, man. We got a lot of stuff. So, somebody that's good with the TikTok. And with the uh, splicing the stuff, let us know if you like to work for free. You know what? If you work for us, we will get Mac to send you some barbecue. <laughs> what? All right, y'all. See, now I'm going off the rails. Okay, y'all. Until uh, next time, which will be September the 12th. We will see y'all then. Until then, take care and be blessed. Enjoy your summer. Peace.